Hello and welcome to another podcast edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Keith Manconi. Taiwan's population of migrants from South and Southeast Asia now number in the hundreds of thousands, making up an important segment of the country's multicultural society. But today, we're going to be speaking to one group that warns that all too often these newcomers, you know, from Indonesia, Vietnam, the Philippines, well, they face some pretty negative attitudes, meaning that as a whole, they're left out, not supported or not thought of at all. That group is the 140 Foundation, and they're working to bridge this gap by providing a variety of services targeted at helping migrant workers out in a number of ways, from the practical to the purely social. I recently spoke with one of the foundation's co-founders, Sophia Wu, to learn more about their work. Sophia Wu, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. So uh, I think a good place to start is just with the name of your group, because mm-hmm. uh, there is some significance to that name. And I think that that will kind of get at uh, maybe a bit of a mission statement for you guys, maybe a bit of uh, what your goal, what your vision is for all this. Uh, so that name is uh, the 140 Foundation. So tell us a bit about that. Okay. So why we called 140 is that uh, every 40 people in Taiwan, there's one Southeast Asia migrant workers. Mm. So that's why we called 140, and we want to voice out for the one portion. Mm, like, so, so you see your role as advocating for them, being their voice in Taiwan. And that, that number is probably a bit higher than most people in Taiwan would even realize. You know, one in 40 people, that's, that's a very big part of the population. Yeah, it's even more than Aboriginal in Taiwan. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I think the job migrant workers do is something Taiwanese don't want to do. Like their job is to take care of an uh, elder who are sick or disabled, mm. or they work in the factory or they be a fisherman, mm-hmm. spend a lot of time on the fishing boat. Mm-hmm. So that's what Taiwanese don't want to do. But they come here and they support this important uh, works right. for us. Right. Yeah. So I think Taiwanese have, have to appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's get into your services right now, because you do provide a a number of uh, specific services for these migrants. Uh, I think the three main things that you guys have going for uh, them are, first of all, some educational services, and we can talk about that in a second. But it's not just directed necessarily at the migrants. You also have services that are kind of directed at helping Taiwanese people get to know uh, this, you know, this, 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 n- these newcomers to Taiwan. Uh, so you have what you call your Migrant Life Channel, which is basically uh, giving folks in Taiwan a chance to get to know through media uh, these migrants a little bit better. Uh, and then you also have kind of get-togethers on Sundays where uh, migrants can meet in person uh, Taiwanese people and uh, just have a little bit of more, you know, cultural sharing, get to know each other kind of stuff. Let's start with uh, the educational services, though. What kind of education are you focusing on? Okay, because we find a lot of migrant workers, they want to save some money in Taiwan. And then when they go back to their country, they want to start a small business. Mm. And... Uh, why they want to start a small business? Because when they go back, it's very hard for them to find a better job there. Mm. So maybe a small business is a better option. But in fact, because they don't have business knowledge, so it's easily for them to fail. Mm. 
So if in Taiwan we can teach them some simple business knowledge, it's easier for them to succeed in their country,、mm. and they can have better life for their family, for their child, so they don't have to work to, in Taiwan again. So it's kind of setting them up for. Uh, kind of having a positive investment in their future, rather than being stuck in this low wage environment forever. Yes.、Uh, and、uh, you also have some、uh, language resources as well. Is that right? Yeah, because、uh, there are a lot of Japan and China and Taiwan factories in Indonesia,、mm-hmm. and if they can learn Japanese or Chinese, they can find a better job when they go back. Mm. To be a translator or a manager, right?、Uh, just very relevant skills for、uh, their home countries as well.、Mm-hmm. Now let's move on. Okay, so up till now we've been kind of talking about what you're trying to do、uh, to support these migrants as they're in Taiwan,、uh, but your mission is kind of a little bit even broader than that,、uh, and it's about、uh, helping Taiwanese people get to know these people as well. So.、Uh, That of course regards the other two services we were talking about, kind of the media stuff you're doing, the get-together stuff you're doing.、Uh, so instead of talking about the specific services, tell us why you think that's something that's needed. What what is、uh, the disconnect? What's the barrier right now、uh, between Taiwanese people and getting to know、uh, these new arrivals? I think a lot of Taiwanese we think migrant workers are laborers,、mm. but we think migrant workers are human beings.、Mm-hmm. And every human beings have their、uh, has their culture and stories, words to share with others. Oh, our, our mission is to make every migrant's journey worth and inspiring. So, for the worth part is、uh, education. So we can teach them skills for them when they go back can have better job. And for the inspiring part is、uh, what you just said. Uh, media and events、mm-hmm. to interact with Taiwanese people, because when Taiwanese they can really know migrant workers, we think it helps for Taiwanese to appreciate migrant workers again.、Mm. We can make connection with each other and share culture, and a lot of Taiwanese want to broaden their international view. Mm-hmm. They want to go to America or Europe, but we think Southeast Asia is also a part of the world, right?、Mm-hmm. So, if so many Southeast Asian people are here, why go abroad to、right. broaden your international view? You can、mm-hmm. just broaden here in Taiwan.、Mm. Now, I mean, I have heard、uh, a lot of, for example, Indonesian migrant workers、uh, say that. Uh, you know, a lot of times they just feel like Taiwan is not a terribly、uh, friendly environment for them. I mean, they they face some negative attitudes, they face some negative stereotypes here in Taiwan. Are those attitudes that、uh, you see in Taiwan as well? Yeah,、uh, some of our students they share their experience with、mm-hmm. us, and they said like sometimes when they. Uh, want to take a bus, but they they don't know which bus is the correct bus. So、mm-hmm. they use Chinese to ask Taiwanese,、yeah. but some Taiwanese just just ignore them.、Mm-hmm. They don't want to answer them. I just saw an article today, and、mm-hmm. it says that、uh, everyone said 
the most beautiful thing of Taiwan is that people here are very friendly.、Mm. But when we talk about migrant workers, it seems that we are not as friendly as we.、Uh, or not as friendly as you are to other people, or. Yeah, not as friendly as we treat another people.、Mm. So, I mean, I, we might as well just say it.、Uh, Western expats. I mean, the attitudes towards these two different groups is very different. Yeah. But how do you how do you get past that? I mean, what what responsibility do we all have to、uh, change those attitudes? Um, like for for example, a lot of people they joined our events,、mm. and after that, they always tell us that uh, it's it's a very Impressive experience because、mm-hmm. they don't, they don't even think they have chance to、uh, talk or have lunch or play games with migrant workers,、mm. and it's a very precious time because they can really talk to each other, to really know about each other, to share their stories, and they will find out that、um, migrant workers is actually very brave, just like we want to work in. Uh, working America,、mm. just like we want to go working holiday in Australia, is actually the same.、Mm. So we can make the connection. We can empathize them.、Mm-hmm. So what I want to say is that、uh, in the past, actually a lot of NGO or organization they want to help migrant workers, but、mm. what they focus is、uh, they want to、um, like revise the law、mm-hmm. about migrant workers or. When migrant workers got abused from their employer,、right. they try to help them.、Mm-hmm. But what One Forty trying to do is, we want to be a storyteller.、Mm. We want to use a different way to tell a story about migrants, so people have chance to know. When more people have chance to know migrant workers, more people will do something for them. Mm. That's what we believe. In the past,、um, people don't think migrant workers worth caring about.、Mm. But if now they know migrant workers are actually same with us,、mm-hmm. so they will start to care about them using、mm-hmm. their own ways.、Mm. So, in some ways,、uh, it sounds like you're saying that you're focusing on on the root of the problem. I mean, in a certain way.、Uh, If you just focus on abuse and trying to prevent abuse and、uh, trying to focus on changing the laws, that's really just the result、uh, of you know these attitudes. And you're saying that it's more important to focus on the root, the attitude,、uh, and that means you know we we need to all spend more time with each other. Yes, exactly. So, if somebody wanted to get involved in your organization,、uh, what what would they want to do? Is there a website for them to go to? Is there an event for them to attend? What should they know? We have a website,、uh, www. one dash forty. dot org,、mm. and we also have a fan page on Facebook, so you can know、uh, migrant stories or our latest events.、Mm. And we also hold、uh, Open Sunday, which is a cultural sharing events for locals and migrant workers, every last Sunday of month. Hmm. So the last Sunday of every single month, and、uh, the information for that is on your website. Yes, and our fan page. Like we also have fundraising event in the middle of May. Oh, it's our first 
public fundraising events.、Mm. So if you have、uh, the ability or like resource for us, it's very welcome to donate to our organization. Uh, so before I let you go,、uh, let's get some specifics.、Uh, we've been talking about ways for people to get involved, but、uh, let's get some specifics of、uh, what these、uh, meet and greet sort of events,、uh, what they're actually like. Tell us、uh, a little bit about that. Because food is the、uh, very good way to know、uh, every culture, and we also have games. Like this month, we have a mini trip. We take Taiwanese to know to like visit a Philippine neighborhood.、Mm. So we also design icebreaker game for Taiwanese. So when they meet Filipino, they、mm. can really、uh, they can ask Filipino some questions, so they can really know each other instead of just passing by. Mm. Okay, so it's、uh, you, you. You go to this thing, you get some food, you get a free tour, and、uh, then it, it's almost like camp. You get to meet a whole bunch of new friends. Yeah, so it's very、uh, fun events. So、mm. actually, you can have fun there and also make friends with migrant workers. Yeah. So every time when we post our events on our fan page, it takes us about only about two hours、mm. to fill it up. So I guess、uh, one thing that maybe the most important thing that you're discovering is there there really is a desire、uh, for people to to meet new friends of all different kinds. Yeah. All right. So、uh, that is a couple of ways to get involved.、Uh, we're passing around the hat to all of our listeners, hoping that folks out there can contribute just a little bit. Once again,、uh, the way to find out more is to go to one dash forty dot org. That's their website where you can find all the information for how to get involved. We have been speaking today to the co-founder of the 140 Foundation, Sophia Wu. Sophia, thank you so much for、uh, speaking with us today. Thank you. And just to clarify, that is the word one and the word forty. So O N E dash F O R T Y dot O R G is what you're going to want to be looking for there. That'll get you right to their website. This was another podcast edition of Taiwan Talk. Taiwan Talk is, of course, ICRT's weekly interview segment, bringing you conversations from and about Taiwan. You can find dozens and dozens and dozens more of these interviews online at the ICRT website, on iTunes,、uh, and、uh, we're posting these to the ICRT blog. So just look for the Taiwan Talk podcast stream. You can find all that good stuff. Please do leave a comment while you're there, either on iTunes or the blog.、Uh, helps us out a lot. That was it for the show today. Thank you for listening for Taiwan Talk and ICRT. I'm Keith Mancone. See you next time.